Hello friends, good evening. In last episode, we saw exceptions to fundamental rights. Uh, we have seen two exceptions. And now third and last one exception to fundamental right is saving of laws giving effect to certain directive principles. Okay, Article 31C, capital C, as inserted by the 25th Amendment Act of 1971 contained the following two provisions. First, no law that seeks to implement the socialistic or directive principles specified in Article 39, Clause B or Clause C shall be void on the ground of uh, contravention of the fundamental rights conferred by Article 14. Article 14 is uh, equality before law and equal protection of laws and uh, or Article 19 uh, uh, which says protection of six, uh, six rights in respect of speech assembly movement etc. And uh, second no law containing a declaration that it is for giving effect to such policy shall be questioned in any court on the ground that it does not give effect to such a policy. Okay. In the Keshavananda Bharti case, 1973, the Supreme Court declared the above second provision of uh, Article 31C as unconstitutional and, uh, <coughs> and uh, invalid on the ground that judicial review is a basic uh, feature of the Constitution and hence cannot be taken away. However, the above first provision of Article 31C was held to be constitutional and valid. Okay. <coughs> the 42nd amendment act 1976 extended the scope of the above uh, first provision of article 31c by including within its protection any law to implement any of the directive principles specified in part 4th of the constitution and not merely in article 39 clause b or clause c However, this extension was declared as unconstitutional and invalid by the Supreme Court in Minerva Mill case 1980. Uh, criticism of fundamental rights. The fundamental rights enshrined in part third of the constitution have made with a wide and very and and a varied criticism. The arguments of the critics are first excessive limitations. They are subjected to innumerable exceptions. Or restrictions, qualifications, and explanations. Hence, the critics remarked that the constitution uh, constitution grants fundamental rights with one hand and takes them away with the other. Uh, Jasper Troy Kapoor went to the extent of saying that the chapter dealing with the fundamental rights should be renamed as limitations of fundamental rights or fundamental rights and limitations thereon. Second criticism is no social and economic rights. The list is not comprehensive as uh, it may it mainly consists of political rights. It makes no provision for important social and economic rights like uh, right to social security, right to work, right to employment, right to rest uh, and leisure and so on. These rights, these rights are made available to the citizens of advanced democratic countries. Also the socialistic constitutions of uh, Israel, USSR or um, China provided for such rights. Third criticism, no clarity. They are stated in a vague, indefinite and ambiguous manner. The various phrases and words used in the chapter like public order, minorities, reasonable restriction, public interest and so on are not clearly defined. The language used to describe them is very complicated and beyond the comprehension of the common man. It is alleged that the constitution was made by the lawyers for the lawyers. 
so i would jennings called the constitution of india a paradise of uh, sorry a paradise a paradise for lawyers and uh, fourth criticism no permanency they are not sacrosanct or immutable as the parliament can curtail or abolish them as uh, for example the abolition of the fundamental right to property in 1978 by a 44th amendment hence they can become a play tool in the hands of politicians having majority support in the parliament the judicially innovative doctrine of basic structure is the only limitation on the authority of parliament to curtail or abolish the fundamental right fifth criticism suspension during emergency the suspension of their enforcement during the operation of national emergency except articles 20 and 21 is another blot on the efficacy of these rights this provision cuts at the roots of democratic system in the country by placing the rights of the millions of innocent people in continuous jeopardy according to the critics the fundamental right should be enjoyable in all situations emergency or no emergency sixth criticism expensive remedy the judiciary has been made responsible for defending and protecting these rights against the interference of the legislatures and executives however the judicial process is too expensive and hinders the common man from getting his rights enforced through the courts hence the critics say that the rights benefit mainly the rich section of the indian society and seventh a seventh criticism preventive detention the critics assert that the provision for preventive detention under article 22 takes away the spirit and substance of the chapter on fundamental rights it confers arbitrary powers on the state and negates individual liberty it justifies the criticism that uh, the constitution of india deals more with the rights of the state against the individual than with the rights of the individual against the state notably no democratic country in the world has made preventive detention as an integral part of their constitution as has been made in india and eighth and last criticism no consistent philosophy according to some critics the chapter on fundamental rights is not the product of any philosophical principle so uh, iver jennings expressed this view when he said that Uh, the fundamental rights proclaimed by the indian constitution are based on no consistent philosophy the critics say that this creates difficulty for the supreme court and the high courts in uh, interpreting the fundamental rights now significance of fundamental rights in spite of the above criticism and shortcomings the fundamental rights are significant in the following respect first they constitute the bedrock of democratic system in the country second they provide necessary conditions for the material and moral protection of man third they serve as the formidable bulwark of uh, uh, individual liberty fourth they facilitate the establishment of rule of law in the country fifth they protect the interests of minorities and weaker sections of society sixth they strengthen the secular fa- fabric of the indian state seventh they check the absolute means of the authority of the government eighth they lay down the foundation a stone of social equality and social justice and ninth they ensure the dignity and respect of individuals and last tenth uh, they facilitate the participation of people in the political and administrative process rights outside part third besides the fundamental rights included in part third there are certain other rights contained in other parts of the constitution these rights are known as constitutional rights or legal rights or non fundamental rights they are first 
no tax shall be levied or collected except by authority of law under article 265 in part 12 second no person shall be deprived of his property save by authority of law under article 300a in part 12 third trade commerce and intercourse throughout the, te the territory of india shall be free under article 301 301 in part 13 and for the elections to the lok sabha and the state legislative assembly shall be on the basis of adult suffrage article 326 in part uh, 15 even though the above rights are also equally justiciable they are different from the fundamental rights in case of violation of a fundamental right the aggrieved person can directly move to move the supreme court for its enforcement under article 30, 32 which is in itself a fundamental right but in case of violation of the above rights the aggrieved person cannot avail on this constitutional remedy he can move the high court by an ordinary suit or under article 226 read jurisdiction of high court okay now articles related to fundamental rights at a glance so article 21 or uh, sorry article 20 includes definition of state Article thirteen it speaks about uh, laws inconsistent with or uh, in derogation of the fundamental rights. Then right to equality fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Okay, mm, these five rights comes under right to equality. Sorry, these five articles comes under right to equality. So let's see Article fourteen equality before law, and Article fifteen. prohibition of discrimination on grounds of religion race caste sex or place of birth place of birth is very important question has already asked on this article uh, article 16 equality of opportunity in matters of public employment okay article 17 abolition of untouchability article 18 abolition of titles now right to freedom from article 19 to 22 Uh, article 19 says protection of certain rights regarding freedom of speech etc uh, which includes six rights okay article 20 protection in respect of conviction for offenses article 21 protection of life and personal liberty article 21a right to education article 22 protection against arrest and detention in certain cases right against exploitation article 23 and 24 uh article 23 says or uh, uh or it includes prohibition of uh, of uh, traffic in human beings and uh, and forced labor uh article 24 says prohibition of employment of children in factories etc and right to freedom of religion article 25 to 28 article 25 freedom of conscience and free ex, uh, free profession practice and propagation of religion article 26 freedom to manage religious affairs article 27 freedom as to payment of taxes for promotion of any particular religion question has are already asked on this article okay Uh, article twenty eight, freedom as to attendance at uh, religious instruction or religious worship, worship in uh, certain educational institutions. Cultural and educational rights, Article twenty nine to 
uh, article 29 and 30 uh, article 29 protection of interest of minority article 30 right of minorities to establish and administer edu educational uh, institutions and uh, article 31 compulsory acquisition of property and this law sorry this article is repealed okay um, we have already seen it. Uh, saving of certain laws, Article 31A, savings of laws providing for acquisition of estates, etc. Article 31B, validation of certain acts and regulation. Article 31C, saving of laws giving effect to certain directive principles. Article 31D, saving of laws in respect of anti-national activities. This, uh, this, is, uh, this article is also repealed. Right to constitutional remedies. Article 32, remedies for enforcement of rights conferred by this part article 32a uh, this article also repealed okay constitutional validity of state laws not to be considered in proceedings under article 32 article 33 power of parliament to modify the uh, rights conferred by this part in their application to forces etc article 34 restriction on rights conferred by this part while martial law is in force in any area article 35 legislation to give effect to the provisions of this part okay notes and references mm, sometimes question ask actually uh, or question comes from notes and references also I remember that uh, in 2018 or uh, yes I think 2018 or 19 uh, uh, MPC has asked a question uh, and uh, that statement was from uh, uh, this part of uh, Indian polity M. Lakshmikant notes and references. So that's why I also think that uh, notes and references are also important part. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Magna Carta. What is the Magna Carta? It is the Charter of Rights issued by King John of England in 1215 under press pressure from the barons this is the first written document relating to the fundamental rights of citizens keshavananda bharti case was a state of kerala 1973 then uh, dicey uh, we will see all the uh, all all the uh, um, cases regarding indian constitution or the amendment of constitution uh, I, I, uh, I'll make uh, one episode on all the cases, okay? Uh, we will see uh, those all cases in detail. Uh, Dicey observed no man is above the law. Okay, the first backward classes commission was appointed in 1953 under the chairmanship of Kaka Kalilkar. It submitted its report in 1955 okay and in 1963 the supreme court ruled that more than 50 percent reservation of jobs in a single year would be unconstitutional indira sony versus india or uh, union of india 1992 um, we'll also see this case in uh, one of the episodes okay we'll see it the tamil nadu backward classes schedule counts and schedule tries reservation of seats in uh, educational institutions and of appointments or post in services under the state act 1994 then provision for cooperative societies was made by the 97 constitutional amendment act of 2000 
eleven question has asked on this point also on this topic that provision for cooperative cooperative societies was made by the ninety seven constitutional amendment act of two thousand eleven. Okay, then. Uh, A.K. Gopalan versus State of Madras, nineteen fifty. Maneka Gandhi versus Union of India, nineteen seventy eight. The Constitution, eighty sixth Amendment Act, two thousand two, and the Right of Children to Free and Compulsory Education Act, two thousand nine, have come into force with the effect from first April two thousand eleven. Okay, then. Uh, Okay. Uh, Article thirty one B, along with the uh, ninth schedule, was added by the uh, first Constitutional Amendment Act of nineteen fifty one. Okay, remember. Uh, okay. Article thirty nine B says the state shall direct its policy towards securing that the ownership and control of the material resources of the community are so distributed as uh, best to sub subserve the common good. Article thirty nine clause C says the state shall direct its policy towards securing that the operation of the economic system does not result in the concentration of wealth and means of uh, production uh, to the common. detriment okay so here our chapter is finished fundamental rights and uh, thank you thank you very much hope you will revise it very well and uh, it will be helpful to all of you Thank you